Yast Brothers production. Follow us on Twitter at The Yast Brothers. Get all our content on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and SoundCloud at Astros. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Welcome to the Friday Ask. It's Friday again. We're live, Corey. How are we doing, mate? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I was a bit funny earlier. I'm a bit tired. I've been up since God knows what time. I've just had enough today. <laughs> up, up doing what? Mate, I've got a, I've got a child with sleep apnea. Okay, this, that's, this that's is my issue. Yeah, this is yeah. a good excuse. Yeah, yeah. I just that just shut me up. I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right. How did we feel about the uh, Leicester game, mate? Well, uh, we'll just go into that one. We a straight little bit. in. We, okay. Yeah. Well, we've done our how you do's and everything. Well, actually, I'll tell you what. How's your week been, mate? Week has been up and down up and down some, some yeah it's been some yeah it's been a little few stressful moments but that's life so yeah you know it builds character <laughs> but you know prepares me prepares me for being an arsenal fan so um so yeah oh i think being an arsenal fan builds more character than just life itself the amount of ups so. and downs we go through exactly it's that you nobody could ever say you have you get it easy nobody could no. ever say you know yeah you have it all your own way it's, it's just not something that Arsenal fan knows anything about. So, um, yeah. <laughs> this is true, mate. This is true. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, my week's been, yeah, same as you, mate, up and down. The weather's turned a bit up here as well. So, it's gone a bit cold over the last couple of days. So, that was a bit of a shock. You know, I was getting ready for the sun to be out. I was like, yes, it's about time. Mm-hmm. All the now, I was thinking, right, it's nearly T-shirt weather. But, no, it's changed. No, I got, listen, mate, it was cold today. It's cold yesterday. I got icicles coming off my balls it's um and then but before that we had a bit we had a couple of days of sun so i'm thinking that's it you know he in turned that off like you know eon you're not getting any more of my money and then um nope yeah, yeah. i would say like uh english weather is like a woman's mood you know he's just, time he's just... <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah you never know what you're gonna get it just, it just changes like like that like for no reason. yeah no reason so <laughs> It is what it is, you know. We we yeah. love women and we and we we love England, so we just have to deal with it. And some of us love chocolate. Some of us more than others, yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? No. no. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll get into it. Uh, we'll we'll get into it. So we'll just go. We'll just talk about the Leicester game. No point doing a full review. But what did you feel? Mm. How did you feel after the Leicester game? Was it a big relief? It was for me. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I mean, look again. We got put through the ringer. I. We knew that's going to be a tough game, and then we go a goal down pretty early. So it just felt like here we go again. Yeah. Um, but team came back, and they came back. They came back strong, you know, in that first half. So to turn it around, you know, within the forty-five minutes like that um, was quite impressive, and we deserved it. We deserved it. We um, after they scored, then it was just it was us. We um, we put it on them. We controlled that match we played with um a bit of vavavoom you know we had we had some pace in our play we had some determination we had a bit of passion in the way that we're playing we like we we came there for some points and it, and it really showed and the play when we looked at the team lineup it was a bit like oh fuck off <laughs> arteta like really william starting you know like are you joking 
Um, so we, for one week, actually can actually speak positively about William and his performance. And, you know, it's only taken until March. Since <laughs> Yeah, for, it's only taken until March for, for us to get his second good performance in a match. Yeah. And um, I was actually, I was, I was quite impressed with him. I was quite impressed with him. His work rate was good. He was incisive in the final third. You know, he, he, he looked dangerous when he was on the ball. It was like he could create something. Um, most of the good things that happened came through him. And I was like, wow, all right. You know, there, there is, there is a still a player there after all. Yeah, you know? definitely. And he, he was my, him and Pepe were my standout players for that game. Yeah, I thought they and then, running them ragged on them wings. Absolutely running them ragged. Yeah. And with Pepe, again, we, he was showing good form before anyway, before we started dropping him for Abamyang or dropping him for Smith Rowe to play on the left. Pepe was looking all right. Um, we were actually quite happy with his performances. So he kind of picked up where he left off from there. And um, yeah, again, he was running a ragged. He looked determined, and and a determined Pepe is a scary player to play against. If you are a fullback, if you are a defender, um, and you got to deal with this guy, you know, when he's on it, it's the the pace and the the movement and the the trickery, the dribbling is it's all top class, and yeah. um, and he's a problem. It's basically what we were seeing when he was playing on the left hand side. Yeah, you know, but he was causing issues then. Yeah. So it's, it's, it looks like it's nothing to do with the actual side that he plays. It's just what's, yeah. with, what's going on with him and, you know, if he's in a mood or not. Yeah, I think my theory is on that one. I think he plays, I think, to me, I found he was playing better with Cedric behind him than what I do when we see him playing with Bellerin. That's just my, in my opinion, you know. No, Cedric, Cedric, to me, is a better defender. So I don't feel like he has to, you know, he, he needs to constantly come back to help out. You know, he's, he's ruining his own game by, you know, just not doing what he's meant to be doing or what he feels what he meant, he's meant to be doing. You said it's not even your opinion. It's just a fact. I think everybody's <laughs> saying that. It's like, Cedric, you know what you're going to get with Cedric. All right. He's a, he's a, he's a decent right back. You know, mm. he, can, he can defend. And when he gets forward... He tends to go on the outside, and yeah. and 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 you can and you can actually cross a decent ball. Yeah, he takes when, the line. Yeah, he takes the line. Now, when you're somebody like Pepe or Saka, you know you have to be unpredictable. You don't know. You know you don't want the defender to know if you're going to go outside, if you're going to come inside. You know. Yeah. And so when you've got someone like Bellerin, who in, in himself, when he's attacking, you don't. We nobody knows what he's really going to do. You know. Oh, he always cuts inside anyway. So he's going to cut inside. So now where does that leave your attacker who also wants to cut inside? You know, yeah. they're forced to go out wide. So if Pepe's playing with Bellerin, Bellerin goes inside, Pepe has to go outside. Pepe is too far out now to do anything effective. He doesn't really want to cross the board if he's on the right. No. So he then becomes ineffective. When you've got Cedric there, it's just, he's, you know, he's, he's seen he's coming forward. Option. Yeah, you can play little one-twos with him. Do you know what I mean? The defender's not sure. Is, what's Arsenal going to do? Are they going to sort of come inside? Or then put it out to Cedric, and are we going to have to try and block the cross? Like, you know, it just—it's just way more effective. And every time you see Cedric play, whoever's playing in front of him tends to have a good game. Yeah, yeah. So that's the—I can see it. You can see it. Now the manager needs to actually just say, be brave enough to say, "All right, you know what, Hector, it's—it's it's been good, but actually this guy is like—he's more—he's more effective than you are. He actually makes the team play better." 
Um, you know, he's making that seventy-two million pound signing play better. Yeah, and but and and we and I'm kind of hearing that you want to leave anyway. So you know, here's here's the here's the bench. Like, take it, take a seat, and get used to it. Yeah, yeah, mm. because the Barcelona is gonna get is definitely gonna get used to that bench. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not at this stage. I mean, Bellerin is decent. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not a terrible right back. You know, he's just not what we need. I don't think he works for the team, for the rest of the team that we've created. And I probably feel like he does need a, a change of scenery. Um, I think he's just got a little bit complacent, um, especially because it doesn't really matter what his performances are these days. He doesn't get dropped, so that's definitely going to breed complacency. So what? yeah. I tend to agree with that, actually, to be fair, because it's what we saw of him not, you know, a while ago, because, you know, maybe two, three seasons ago where he just, he, he couldn't do no wrong, you know, but he was constantly getting picked. And it's like, well, you, you can see sometimes that he is doing wrong. He's not really, we know he can't defend very well. He's not a full, full-on defender. So it's just like, well, it's one of those times where you feel like you're really frustrated with Bellerin, but there's no one to replace him. Mm. And he knows there's no one to replace him, so he can play and do what he wants. But now we've got someone like Cedric who could possibly just, like we say, he just slots in and he can do a job. Surely that should raise your game, but I just feel like he hasn't raised his game. It's just, I think just Bellerin's just got a bigger profile than a than a Cedric, mm. you know. So he's we, there's been talk of him and you know his potential for a long time. Yeah. So. You know, you kind of so when you when you've got some someone like that at Arsenal uh, who was tipped to become you know just maybe all time great right back because um, of the pace and you know how he was going forward. You know, he could score goals. You know, he was he would rip defenders to shreds. You know, just 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 with sure, pure pace. Mm. You that he's had that in his brand for a long time, and then you kind of play him and play him and play him to see if it will come back. But it hasn't come back. And Cedric is just a guy that we got for cheap from Southampton. Yeah. So you know, I think that that that's that's kind of why he keeps his place so often. But I think we just need to like, if you just want to win games, then we need, need to do what needs yeah. to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, all in all, good game, great win. Good game. Yeah. It's like like I said, we can we just controlled it, man. We controlled it. We got you know um, the goals were good. You know, um, Lacka got a penalty. He seemed really happy about that. I think it does get to him when he gets dropped. I don't. I don't think he's a striker that sort of takes it lightly. No. Um, so when he gets on, even if it's a penalty, you saw the passion that he had when he when he scored that. Um, yeah, we rendered their attack pretty much ineffective apart from their goal. Um, they had a couple other little chances and whatnot, but our keeper um, handled it pretty well. Um, but yeah, we just. I just. It was just a nice, good, comfortable win against a good Leicester City side. They did have injuries. We talked about that last week. No yeah, Madison, yeah, key injuries no, as well. Yeah, it? no Madison, no Justin. That helps, of course. So it could have been a different story um, had they been playing. But we changed our team a lot too. Not, I mm. mean, we lost, we lost Smith Rowe. Um, yeah. You know, pretty early on through injury. So and we made a lot of changes. So uh, that wasn't our first team. So you know, fair's fair. Yeah, this is it. And well, yeah, that's it. And you got to take your chances when they, when they come, aren't you? That's the way it's way it goes. Yeah, you know, exactly. If you, if you so, see the win, you kick it. Yeah, it was a good three points. It was a good three points. I was, I'm, I'm actually, I was actually really happy about that. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I, we take it into this weekend. Well, here we go. That's it. Yeah. But before That's we get it. on to that, I just want to 
say hello to everyone and thank you for joining us in the chat. We have got our usual suspects in there. We've got DWTT. Thanks for joining us again, mate. Scunny, Corey, where is everyone? Uh, this is my fault, mate. I tend to forgot to invite people, and I knew Corey would come on because he's my partner in crime. So it's just me and me and thee tonight, Corey. Hey, so you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like old times, isn't it? Just the two of us. Yeah. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. <laughs> you and uh, sing along if you know the words. Yep. Let's go for it. I can't sing for shit, so you're okay, not going right. to take it from me, mate. <laughs> uh, we've got sentiment in the chat as well. Big up, mate. Uh, big up, Scunny. Shout out to Corey. Uh, we've got, an, I'm not seeing, not seeing this one before, Be On The Ball Football. Evening, guys. Evening to you too. Thank you very much be for joining us. I, I know Be On The Ball. Big up Be On The Ball. I think podcast coming from her very soon. Is um, She's a big-time gooner. And, um, yeah, big up Be On The Ball. What is it with you and the ladies, man? <laughs> After last week, you had the lady in the chat, you know, first lady that we've ever seen on Hasbro's, I think. <laughs> now, we've got an, now we've got another one. Corey, you're attracting them, mate. Well, listen, mate, soon we'll be inundated. Inundated. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, be on the ball. Uh, we'll keep an eye out for your podcast. Uh, by all means, if you need to uh, post it on our chat and let other people know that you're going... You're doing it by all means go for it we know dwtt he's got his uh <clears throat> sorry excuse me he's got his uh, podcast as well so by all means go for it also big up my boy ash um i featured on his um the podcast that he features on play on podcast so that's on um spotify so if you go and play on podcast check the latest one you will hear me on that as well Everyone's okay. getting a plug in out there today. Yeah, Go for it. Well. Why not? Why not? Right. Go yeah. for it. Uh, yeah, so that, I suppose that probably brings us into the uh, the Burnley game, mate. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this one. Yeah, I mean, look, Burnley, they've taken what, four points from us in the last couple of games. You know, we, we lost, and I think we got a draw. So they're not exactly a banker for us. Um, their form has been a bit, you know, I think they've got quite a few draws of late um, and, and then they got smashed by Tottenham. Hmm. So they're, but they're that type of team, that, aren't they? They're just a team that, that, you know, they can get smashed by Tottenham and then they can come and beat us 1-0 as well. Yeah, it's one of the teams where it's, they're either hard to break down or easy to break down. Mm. You know, it, it tends to be one That's of the thing with them, yeah. They, they, we we kind of know them as a sort of tough northern team, you yeah. know, who really dig in and are well well drilled and whatnot. But every so often, a Liverpool, a Man City will put four or five past them. So it just depends on what 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 side they got out of bed on, you know. Um, if they had their Weetabics, because if they're in the mood, then they can make it really tough for you, and they can grind out a win, and then you know you get an early goal against them, and they can and they can fall apart. So yeah, I think, yeah. I'm going to say I've been to two Burnley away games there myself. And one of them was the last game of the season in 2019, and we absolutely smashed them 5-1. And then the last one was 2019-2020 uh, season, and it was a ball draw. So yeah. it is hit and miss. It's one of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, they, and they're one of those teams where nobody knows who plays for them. You know, their best player... <laughs> Over the years, has been their goalkeeper. Yeah. Oh, Pope. 
It is Nick Pope, isn't it still? Pope, yeah. Pope. It is, isn't it? It is definitely yeah, Nick yeah, Pope. Yeah, right, yeah uh, Nick Pope is their best player. He's like, he's... How has he not gone to a bigger club? I don't know what his contract looks like. I don't know. You know what? When it comes to goalkeepers, when you look at, say, the top six, top seven, top eight, you know, yeah. I think everybody's pretty happy with their goalkeepers, even the backup goalkeepers. So Chelsea, where, does, where, does, where does Pope go? You know, Chelsea had Kepa, and look how that turned out. They could have easily gone for Pope. It's a, Instead I of going for, is it Mendy, is it, it theirs now? Is it Mendy? They've got Mendy, yeah. Yeah. They've got Mendy. Sometimes you, but it's not. Sometimes it's not as easy as that. You know, you got to true. That who, Very what, true. Is that team that he that they play for willing to let that player go? How easy is it going to be to make that transfer? So you this have to. Um, so what, that's what. So with Pope, you know, it's going to be a matter of you know, it's got to be the sort of the right time for him to move mm -hmm. on. Um, but right now he's getting a lot of playing time, which means that you know he gets you know consideration for England and whatnot. So it's all right for him, but. When it comes to Man City, they're happy. Liverpool, they're happy with their keeper. Us, Leicester, Tottenham, you know, they're pretty Everton. There's not really a lot of you know, I think he's on his way out, surely. May, yeah, maybe. So so when that happens, then you might go for you might someone might go yeah. for a pope. But until maybe. then, Pope sometimes when it, playing a mid-table team like that is great for a goalkeeper. You know, mm. just you just get you know, look at Martinez. He's going to Aston Villa, he really gets to showcase what he can do because he has to make a lot of saves. And this now his his like save ratio and his stats are there up there with like the best in, mm. in, in the in the Premier League. Um well if you're gonna get more shots taken at you, your stats are gonna go up. Exactly. Down, and, he, and, yeah. you are. and he's getting and he's getting better and better with, with every yeah. shot. So guarantee like Martinez, Aston Villa is like a stepping stone for him. He might be there maybe next season, and then after that, he's going to be at a big club, maybe abroad. You know. Yeah, I can see him more abroad than anywhere else, which is fair play. Yeah, but with uh, the rest of Burnley, you can't even say like you know you, you know who's oh who would you take from Burnley? Who's you know who's who's the outstanding player at Burnley? You don't know. They're just a world draw team that mm. you know you take him out, put him in. It doesn't it doesn't seem to make too much of a difference to to us, the non Burnley fans. Yeah, this is true. Sorry, I did have this up earlier. Uh, Beyond the ball, uh, I'm the same one from last week. So well, oh, yeah? we haven't got a, we haven't got a new one. We've got an no, old. It's one. the same one. Thank you for okay. joining us again. <laughs> same last from last week. Fair enough. <laughs> Can't argue. Uh, but yeah, um, to go on to team news, uh, Burnley Jack Cork is out. I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should do my own work, but I, I, I just can't be asked. Uh, and. Uh, Robbie Brady and uh, Johan Bergundermundersen, uh, they're, they're uh, being nursed back to full training, probably not going to be playing. So they've got potentially three players out uh, out of their squad. So, yeah, to me, like you said, I'm, I'm not too sure of names. I'm not too sure of uh, players. Like like you said, though, they are a well-oiled well machine, I would say. So mm -hmm. a well-drilled team. You can't... You can't underestimate them, but like we said, they tend to they're either really good on the day and you get something out of it, or you don't, like a draw, or you absolutely they fold under pressure and you get something out of it. So I can't, I don't know which way it's going to go, but I've got some quite high hopes for this one. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, just looking, I'm just looking at some stats from the from the last game when they beat us at home. 
Yeah. Um, and it's like, we, you know, we looked all right in the match in terms of stats-wise. We had 65% possession, 18 attempts, six on goal compared to their two. Um, 13 corners compared to their four. Um, their goalkeeper had to make six saves compared to just our one save. But obviously, and the other, one, the other shot went in. Um, obviously, we got a red card. I think we remember that. So that didn't help. So yeah. once again, we come across a team that we owe them one. <laughs> you know, this, it's we, everyone, yeah, everyone seems to beat us. So we always have to sort of like repay the favor. Um, so yeah, we, we do own them one. Um, you know, this is uh, this, this, this game was quite controversial because, you know, Xhaka jumped up and, you know, grabbed some, one of their players' throats. And um, there seemed to be some double standards from Arteta. Um, because obviously, because shortly before that, um, Pepe did the same sort of thing, and he got absolutely like you know, um, re- got criticised quite a lot by Arteta. And then when Xhaka did it, it was like, oh, it was passion, you know. Yeah, Guendouzi did it or something similar along them lines. Yeah, and uh, got sent out the football club. Yeah, and we and we already speculate that Arteta has his favourites, you know, and yeah. things like this happen, and it's like it really sort of sort of lends well to that belief. Yeah. So, um, Jacquard, don't do no more stupid shit. Like, you know, you <laughs> no, we don't need it. Same from David Louise. We don't need any more stupid shit. Yeah, don't do no more stupid shit. It's time you know, you know, you know, you know, you get. I hope you got all the stupid shit out of your system, and let's go and continue off that that good performance against Leicester, and you know, just you know, get the three points. We definitely, we definitely should be. We've got, we got to get some momentum at some point. It can't always just be start, stop, start, stop. You know, uh, exactly, and I'm sort of with DWTT on his comment here. He enjoyed the Leicester City game, but it makes me it makes me greedy. It makes me greedy because now I want more of that. I agree. You know, it does make you greedy. You think we played so well against Leicester. It wasn't necessarily the first team. Uh, you know, the full first team, first eleven. But it's like I want more of that. We need more. We need to keep this momentum going. And Leicester, I think that's a, that should be a stepping stone into what you just said there to not do the stop start because. Leicester, regardless of who they were missing, they're still a good team. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to beat a Leicester, then a, a team like Burnley is the team that you want next. Yeah. You know, so you can build some momentum. It shouldn't, you know, if it was Man City or something after, all right, cool, that might disrupt it a bit. But this is actually like a really good fixture for us. Um, we didn't have any, we didn't have a Europa game. So, you know, we could play on the Saturday. So. No. The Europa games after this one, so yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so we so we've so we've had the week to rest, and um, we rotated in that match anyway. I think Smith Rowe um, could be available again for this match. Yeah, we'll get on to uh, Arsenal team in a minute. Uh, well, yeah, when we finished, yeah, well, we'll get on to the Arsenal team. Yeah, so let's let's build up some because that's my that's my big criticism of Arteta. He seems to be incapable of creating momentum either through just shit tactics, lack of motivation. Or um, bad rotation, you know, bad team selection. So um, I, I'm not too sure what he does here, because it's like, well, because we rotated so much, but against Leicester, but the players that actually performed were the guys that actually don't normally start. It's like, mm. what what should we do now? Should we can, should we give Saka another rest? I think so. You know, we like you said, we've got the Europa game coming up. Yeah. So I think maybe do the, play that same team again. So that you know, Smith Rowe and Saka and those and Aubameyang are are ready for the Olympiacos game. 
might be an idea, to be fair. I can't see anything wrong with that as long as William turns up, then yeah. It might be yeah, the I just, best thing we can do. I can't believe I'm saying this, but don't drop William. Like, you know, don't drop him. Actually, just like let him build on that, you know, because but bottom line is he does play every game, whether you know, whether he deserves to or not. So if that's going to be the case, he might as well be good. So just just play him again and see what see what he does. Yeah, and sentiment to put up a comment, can William continue playing well? Well, we hope so, mate. It's definitely it's a massive question back on it, but you never know if, if okay. he thinks if he's got another game in him and if he can do well against Burnley, then why the hell not? And it gives us an opportunity, like you said, Corey, to to know to rest some players, which we do might not necessarily need, but with the games coming up after the Burnley game, you know, we've got Olympiacos on the Thursday, then we've got Tottenham on the Sunday, and then Olympiacos again. So resting players might be the key to this. Yeah, and look, we we all our all our eggs are in the Europa basket. Hmm. So well, they are now definitely. Yeah, so you know, it's it, you you have to prioritize that. So you go, you are going to have to utilize Williams and Pepe's and whatnot if you know if if we really want to be able to, to attack those games with you know with well rested players that are fresh and you know and ha- might have to play above and beyond in order to get a result. So, yeah, William, hopefully you can keep playing well. Hopefully we can keep playing him. Hopefully we can keep relying on him. I don't see why not. This is the worst we've ever seen William in his career. So it's not like this is his typical um, form. This is not what, we, what we've been seeing is not what, you know, what he's been about for most of his career. So let's hope it's bit, it's, it was just a long blip and that he can get back to the William that we, that we saw at Chelsea. Fingers crossed, mate. But yeah, as we're saying about Arsenal, uh, we're getting into it. Smith Rowe should be available or is hoping to be available. And that's pretty much it. We've got no other injuries at all. So yeah, amazing. We, it is amazing. And it's it's great to have at this sort of stage in the season as well. With, them, with so little games left, you know, league games, we've got what? One, two, three, four, five, six, 11 games left in season. Right. Yeah, that's just in the league, sorry. So it's good to have no injuries at this moment. You know, key it's a key time to have no injuries. You know, over the next couple of games, like I said before, we've got Tottenham in the league, then we've got West Ham and Liverpool. And then it's sort of a bit of a downhill, I'd say a bit of a downhill stretch, you know, a couple of bumps here and there with the likes of maybe Everton, uh, Chelsea, and possibly Crystal Palace as well in there. But, you know, we've got like the likes of Sheffield United, Fulham, uh, Newcastle, West Brom and Brighton in there. So, <laughs> mixing it up, resting players for key games, it could be, that could be the difference to maybe even pushing for a top six finish this season. It's, yeah. I'm not saying it is, by all means. I, I don't. I don't well we're definitely not going to get top four. I know that. I, I that's my opinion on that. But top six, it's not it's not necessarily our reach. You know, I think no. we're eight eight points behind eight points away from sixth. Oh okay, there's a lot in between that. And you know, with the league being as it is, it's quite up and down. So top six could be a possibility. I think top four's gone. So yeah. anything like we like we said before about the Champions League or anything like that, the best route for that is through the Europa. No, no ifs, no buts. Uh, exactly, it's no ifs, no buts. That's that's the only way we're getting in. And Europa is still not easy. You still got no. Milan, United, Tottenham in there. 
you know, other good teams are in there. So, yeah, it's yeah. Not like, you know, it's not like we're doing, you know, we're doing much better than them, you know. So it's it, it's a tough ask to win that to win that competition. So, you know, getting Champions League football next year is a a long shot. Um, it's definitely not happening within the league. No. Um, and I don't know if it's, it's happening within the league next year either. You know, um, I am sort of struggling to see, you know, how we are going to ever get back into the Champions League just because other teams seem to, seem to want it more than us. Um, so, but hopefully I'm wrong and hopefully that, you know, things turn over and we just, we just turn into a really wicked team and, you know, and we can go and, and do something. But this year, yeah, I mean, we have to, I'm not, in terms of, if you ask me what the percentages of, of me think, is it actually going to happen? You know, I would probably say it's less than 50% that I actually believe that we're going to win the Europa League. Mm. But I still, I, there still is a chance. I still think it's possible. So with the tournament to knockout stages, there's always a chance. You know, there's yeah. a better chance. There's a better chance of getting through that than there is getting top four. And the good <laughs> thing about it is that when you do go against teams, when it gets to the later stages, when it gets to sort of quarters and semis, the teams that are in that that are already got get Champions League football, they do tend to just think, well, I don't care. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Does that doesn't tend to be their priority? Um, so even if they look good on paper, they're still quite beatable. Um, yeah, yeah well, this is it. This is it with tournaments, mate. That that's how it is. You know, there's always that. There's a better chance going through a tournament than there is going through a league. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we still want to keep winning the league. We want to build that momentum. We want to still give ourselves that. that like you said, that chance. Eight points ain't that much, you know. So give ourselves that chance to finish your top six if it's going to be possible. Mm. But yeah, there's a lot riding on it. By all means, there really is a lot riding on it. Mm. You know, it, there's there's still a possibility there. I, it could happen. It couldn't happen. I'm not saying it will. I'm, I'm, I'm more swaying to not saying it, it isn't. I think we're probably going to get maybe eighth, maybe seventh. I think that's, so, that's that's my sort of opinion on that. And I've taken that. You know, I sort of did that at the start of the season. I didn't think we were going to hit top six this season. Uh, but, you know, there's still an outside chance. You know, it's a big, you know, a miracle. Miracles happen sometimes. So what so what so what does that mean then? So if we you know we get knocked out in Europa and we finish eighth, then we've pretty much done worse than we did last season. Yeah. So we so we've gone backwards. What does that mean? What does that mean for the club? What does that mean for Arteta? You know? I, I don't know, mate. Um I haven't even thought that far ahead <laughs> on something like that. <laughs> it, it it well, you know, there's there's gonna be there's gonna be some questions gonna be wanting to be answered in that. Uh, obviously. Does Arteta, you know, if that's the case, we don't get top six, we don't get Europa, you know, there's going to be the big question, which I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Arsenal fans saying, and probably including myself, does Arteta keep his job? And, do we, and, and, and if he does, you know, do we give him money to, to strengthen well, his job? Well, you're going to have to, regardless of if he keeps his job or not, or a new, a new manager or head coach or whatever they want to call themselves these days comes in, they're going to need money. You know, we haven't got, you know the squad's clearly not good enough for the league. But do you, do you let Arteta have a say in, as to who we buy? Well, does he have a say now? Doesn't he have a say? I don't know. I, you know, I is, think he. I think is he it does. up to do? You know, do the you I, know this is the two or three of them in a boardroom talking amongst themselves with a you know like they do and you know, they have a profile, a page, and they've got a picture of the guy there and full hmm. stats and everything. Do they go through all them before they even start? 
I mean, I, I'm, I, that's what, how I'd assume that would happen. You know, go through it. They'd probably watch YouTube videos of the person. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I, I assume that's the way of doing it. So, yeah, I would say he has a some sort of say in it. I think so. I think he has a big say. I think when they changed his his um, his title from coach to manager, I've, I've, for me, that signified the fact that, that he's got a lot more say in terms of, you know, yeah, he's got a bit more clout. That I think that that signified that. So I think he does. But if he, you know, he finishes eighth, um, and that's it. No FA Cup this time to sort of gloss over mm -hmm. anything. Then a bit like as a club, you're like, well, okay, we just literally just went backwards. Yeah. Um, so and that we went backwards with addition. So you know, some guys um, left. We brought in some guys. We brought in a Thomas Partey. We brought in. Um, Gabriel and whatnot, and we're still eighth, mm. you know. So questions need to be um, to be to be asked. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it, does it does it bode well for us? You know, there's also the the flip side of that. With uh, sorry, I'll just answer this question. I'll just answer this uh, statement first. That be on the ball put up. Mm. I do in a recent interview said that both he and Arteta have a joint seat in the transfer market. I'd, I'd assume that. And that's that's what how I would have put it. But like what Corey was saying, he's gonna have Arteta is gonna have a bit of clout in there as well when it comes to who he wants on you know, at the end of the day, he's, he's the one who's who's coaching him. So he's gonna he's gonna have a probably a, a good say on who he wants. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so yeah, I, I agree. Uh, as I was saying, if we do finish eight on the flip side, if we don't if we don't get anything this season. Uh, on the flip side of that, it didn't really do Chelsea much harm. All right, they have they did have a massive transfer thing where they brought a shit ton of people in, and uh, they ended up winning the league the next year. I'm not saying that's what we're going to do, but it might help us in the long run. You know, it might concentrate on the league. Yeah, sometimes I sometimes I flip flip flop between that because we we play such a different side in the early stages of the Europa. You think to yourself, well, what difference does that make to the first team? True. You know, it's, it's, it's almost a completely different 11. And then some of those guys that play, you want them to play, you want them to get a few minutes, you want, you want them to show what, what they can do. So I think it's been a while since we looked at Europa like it's been a, a bad thing. And then when we do get to sort of this stage and we play some first team players, okay, that's cool, but they weren't playing before. So, in terms of like concentrating on the league and and whatnot, I don't think it's as simple as that, because no. yeah, because just because of yeah, how easy is when it's the Champions League. I agree. If somebody's like not in the Champions League, then it, it, it you have an advantage in the league because the same players that play in the league are the ones that play in the Champions League. But Europa, it's different. True, very true. Yeah, because it's, 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 it's smaller teams, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think I don't think that really sort of counts with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, DWTT says uh, Arteta is staying, so he gets a summer window and probably get the whole season. Not sure Arsenal want to revolve in door or managers. Hopefully, they support him, upper management, and players. I think they do support him at the minute, you know, the upper management and stuff. you, you got to look at, we have had some really rough, we've had a rough season. I, I feel like we've had a rough season. 
and anybody else by now. Uh, you know, Chelsea didn't even have Arthur. They had a really they had a poor start, but not not as poor as Arsenal. They ended up sacking Frank Lampard. Mm. You know, so it's a case of we're not not in the case of actually getting rid of managers and stuff. So it's it's a hard, it's just a really tough one to call what you want to do or what you want to see the club do. You know, as a fan, because every it's so mixed. You know, everyone has so many different opinions, and they call you've. You've made your opinion very quite clear, obviously, on the show about how you feel about Arteta. So it's, uh, you know, and I'm swaying more towards what you're thinking a lot of the time. So, yeah, it's, it is a really tough one to call and what you're going to see and what, what we're going to see from the club because they've never really been an open club. Mm. You know, everything's always in the hush-hush quietness of everything else. There's not a lot of... You know, up until recently, there hasn't been loads of rumours kicking about that's coming out of the club. You know, there are sources from the club that said this. You know, and suddenly that's all gone quiet now. So I wonder who that was. <laughs> Ever since yeah. the transfers. You know what? I don't want a revolving door of managers. I really don't. You know, I just want the right guy in mm. the job, you know. And just from what, I, what I've seen and what I want as an Arsenal fan... Um, and and what we've been shown is just like mm, I don't know I don't know if this guy gets it and I don't know if this guy is capable of producing it. So I don't want to revolve into our managers, but you do want the right guy. So if if he does go, just make sure the next appointment is a is a good one. That's it. Really think about it. Really think about what the club needs, and you know what the fans want, and what success looks like, and and and, and if it's achievable, and then. Get that, get that guy. Because even with Lampard at Chelsea, he, you know, wrote, Abramovich knew he was taking a risk with him. He's, just, he's had like one season at Derby and then, but he's a former player. Give him a shot and see, you know, I'm sure he had it in the back of his mind the whole time that he, he could possibly sack him. So yeah. as, so as soon as it started going bad, he was like, yeah, all right, cool. You had a chance. You're not, you know, you're not the next Klopp. You're not the next Pep. Um, not yet anyway. And I can't afford for you to be like learning shit and you know uh making mistakes and blah 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 whilst you know my club is falling down the table so yeah. it's as simple as that i'm here to win titles yeah and, uh, i've bought this club to win titles i don't need to i don't need a training person yeah because they, they weren't getting champions league football um with lampard mm. there and that's a big deal for them considering they just spent 300 million so yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he so he had to pull the trigger Two showers come in, yeah. They he's unbeaten in since he's since he's come in, pretty much. Just got just beat Liverpool yesterday, um, and that's it. Now they're back. Now they're back in the Champions League spots. Yeah, yeah, that's simple. Very true. Simple. Very true. But yeah, it, it's well, a tough one. It's what definitely. What by Arsenal did that? What by Arsenal did? That? What about we instead of the, instead of Lampard getting sacked, it was Arteta that got sacked, and we brought him in, and we then went. Um, 10 games unbeaten and then we got um into the fourth place happy days right but we did yeah, it obviously obviously yeah. you know we, we arsenal tend to make them mistakes don't they you know it's uh, it's a case of when a decent manager comes on the table or you know a really a well-known manager who's what you know who's do who's done great things for the clubs that he's been at uh, what is that what? What was that? What was what? Like a bee or something flew past your mic or whatever it was. Uh, I don't know. I, does that, I've got an iPad. My little one's here. He's got his iPad on. 
Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what it was, I was like, am I really <laughs> I get you say I get I get used to it. Uh, yeah, you see, I'm, I'm the same. I just because it all come through the years, like. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's always a tough one, and like I was saying about Arsenal, we always tend to tend to be behind the times when a decent manager comes on. To, it comes onto the market, you know. We missed out on Klopp because uh, Wenger wanted to stay. We missed out on same same situation with Pep Guardiola. Uh, uh, Ancelotti all of them we've seen so many yeah. managers come and go you know and we were like ooh you know ooh right? is there an opportunity here? yeah you know and then we you know, there, you know there's a point where we, everybody really wanted us to get like Allegri you know mm-hmm. and um, didn't bother so yeah we see there's many times when Wenger was here and yeah Pep became available we're like leave Wenger leave step down yeah. like, make room same with Klopp and Klopp was, and then Klopp was like oh I want a club that's about this sort of size that I can work on you know really start a project and we're like yeah that's us that's us you know leave winger leave Let, you know yeah, time's now time's now go go yeah go 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 you know Klopp is available but nope and then you know we just waited and then, yeah it was I remember being so frustrated I was so frustrated back then I really don't have to go through that again you know oh. with a player with a manager who's at the other end of his career because Wenger was at the end of his and Arteta's at the start of his, but nothing's really changed. In fact, it's got worse, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's pretty much the bottom line. Yeah. But Arteta, listen, if you're if you're listening, and I know you are, you can change well, apparently, my mind. Apparently, from what I've heard, Arsenal do watch all these podcasts. They they always have, uh, they've, they've got all the media and everything else, and you know they employ all these people to do whatever and set the computer and see who's bad mouthing who and stuff like that. But, okay. You know how many? It, it makes sense though to me. You know how many times did we say your your Europa League teams playing better than your first team? Play Europa League team, then you know a couple of weeks down the line, start playing the Europa team. It. It's like He's it, done it exactly. That, that was. Just, that was, that was us. It's, it's, yeah. Exactly. We I was we want some credit for that. Us bros, you know. Anytime something good happens at Arsenal, it's us. Like yeah. let that be known. We said know? it. Yeah, we, we said, said it. it. Yeah. We're the only opinion that the coaching staff at Arsenal value. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not a big time podcast, and we say it first. And we say it first. And we're not delusional. Like I hear you like, I hear what you lot are saying. We're not delusional. We are <laughs> just <No. listening. laughs> But um, shit, I forgot what I was saying though. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Nah, it can't be <laughs> that bullshit. Yeah, it was bullshit anyway. Yeah. Speaking of bull crap and everything else and rumours and whatever, we've got the transfer window. You know, there's been some talk in the transfer transfer news and stuff. There's been a few rumours there about uh, incomings and outgoings so far. Uh, one prominent outgoing is going to be Balogun at the end of the season. Um, there was big talk about his, um, or big rumours, should I say, about his agent is asking for pretty much more money than what uh, Saka and Martinelli are on, you know, and I, mm. I think it's unjustified. You know, the, the doors that way. Yeah, you I know, mean, yeah. Just look, look, with him, we know, we've we've heard that he's a really promising player. Anyone that watches that sort of youth team games and whatnot, says that he is a, a very promising player. Um, but And as a result, he's been getting sort of offers from other clubs. And so if they're asking for that type of money, it means that they've pretty much been offered something close to it somewhere else, you know. Yeah. 
there's there's not much we can do about that. You know, his agent is there to sort of get him the best deal that he can. Um, but long as he goes somewhere that he's not, you know, he's actually going to play some football, um, then it might be the be it might be the best move for him. But it's it's ridiculous to be asking for 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 Saka money um, when you haven't actually done anything to to prove that you can cut it at that at the top level. You know, it's all potential at the moment, and you can't pay for potential when it's that raw. Yeah, you know, you have to. I've played some Premier League games and scored against some Premier League teams to say, yeah, you you you're worthy of that. So if yeah, he wants to go, you can go. I agree, and uh, I think ones for me who people who are paying the dues a little bit. You know, you, you look at the likes of uh, Smith Rowe. He's paid his dues. You know, he's been out on loan. He's He's worked his way through the youth system, brought himself up, you know, played in the under-23s, played a few on fringe, I'd say fringe games and stuff like that, you know, like uh, against, what should I say, pre-season friendlies and possibly like poor European League teams and stuff like that. So, and then he's been on loan to like Huddersfield and places like that. You know, even Enketia, he's paid his dues. You know, he's been on loan, he's, he's come through and everything else. So, I think mean, there's only been really from recently, there's only been two exceptions, and that's probably Martinelli and Saka, who just sort of shown something amazing mm -hmm. to be thrown in. So, yeah, it's it's a case of obviously, yeah, two anomalies and two that are paid the dues. You know, sometimes the anomal anomalies like Saka and Martinelli, you, you can see there's masses and masses amounts of potential there, and they the hit the ground running. By all means, Balogun could do that for the first team. He could come in on the game, he could hit the ground run, he could score a couple of goals and then do the same the next game, the next game after that. But sometimes you think, well, I've got Aubameyang, I've got Lacazette and I've got Inketia and I've got Martinelli who can play in that position. Do I take a risk on an under-23 player? Is it worth the risk playing playing it on, playing a, you know, a, a young player in that position? Is it worth it? Or shall I just carry on as I am and let him work his way through, pay his dues a bit. Yeah, I mean, look, sometimes it does backfire. I think th there was a similar situation with Pogba when he was at Man United the first time and he his contracts was coming to an end. He asked for quite a bit of money and he, he was demanding first-team football. Um, Alex Ferguson didn't think like he was ready, um, so they let him go. Ju Juve Juventus did. He went there, became you know, a, a big name in football and then Man United have to pay, you know, 80 million or whatever to bring him back. So, you know, yeah. that, that 80 million they could have kept, you know, had they just sort of had seen what was there in the first place. So you don't want Arsenal to make that same mistake. You do want to say, look, if look, really look at this kid's potential, is he gonna, really going to make it? We, we don't want to have to get rid of him and then he becomes this world beater and then, you know, and we have the same regrets that we had with Gnabry Mm. You know, which, yeah, there is that. But sometimes yeah. you can see, sometimes you can see that sort of talent straight away, and sometimes you can't. You know, it, sometimes it's like, oh, is it going to fade away, or is it this, or is it that? Yeah. Some, you know, it, it's it's a, it's hit and miss, isn't it? It's, it's it's like that with a lot of football players, like you just said there. Look at uh, Paul Pogba, and there's, there's many more out there who we could probably think of. You know, it's yeah, I'm really. There's plenty that's what I would players. I would have preferred that he got. Enketia's minutes, you know, mm. so we could actually see what he's got, you know, and he could yeah. have shown us. And then look, and if he if he was the next Saka, because look, if this was Saka, you know, before he actually came into the first team, 
and then we let him go. And then with the same second that we see now, we saw for, you know, Liverpool, whoever, we mm. would be like, what the hell were these guys doing? Why did we let this kid go? Yeah. So on one hand, you think, okay, he's been greedy. Cool, let him go. And one side of me says that, but on the other side, I'm just like, just as long as you are sure, do not let the next Saka, the next Smith Rowe, um, don't let him go just because you don't want to, you know, because you want to, you don't think that he's yeah, earned the, the wages yeah. that he's asked for. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. There is that. But I think it's that, just that demanding as well, isn't it? That thing where you're saying, I want 80k a week for argument's sake. And you're looking and thinking, hang on a minute, Saka, who's been outstanding all season so far and he's only on 75k for, you know, just for argument's sake, are you worth that extra 5k a week? Mm. Probably not. So yeah, it is there's oh, so many things about it, isn't there? So yeah. for me, personally for me, I think because he hasn't shown much yet, he hasn't really hit the ground running per se. I think it's time to maybe like say, Lord, you know, I wish you well, good luck, the doors that way. That's that looks like that's what's gonna happen. So yeah. let's see what let's see what happens. Uh, I've just had a sorry, I've just seen this comment from Beyond the Ball again. Lacquer, Bellowing, Gwendozi, Teray, and Louise. That would raise something to get Harlan, surely. Hashtag dreaming. Yeah, you're definitely dreaming there, love. 100% dreaming. percent <laughs> dreaming. Uh, also, yeah. on the, uh, seems to be on the way out in the summer is Lacazette. Um, he looks like he's, he might be on the way out of the club at the end of the season. Uh, how do you feel about that? Do you feel. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool, cool with it. it. Yeah, I'm cool with it. He's at he's at that age. His contracts at that point where yeah, he's got a year left at the uh, obviously in the summertime. I think he's got a year left. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do? Do you like you know extend it, or do you know, or do you look sell him? And I think from what we've seen, you know, since we bought him, to be, to be fair, he was never quite good enough to be a, a starting. Arsenal striker consistently, you know, we bought we bought him with that sense that we, we were going to upgrade from Giroud, mm. and I don't think we actually did. I don't he's brought him to be that 20, 20 goal season yeah. player. Yeah, and he, he never quite achieved that. So I'm, mm. um, you know, and like and at his age and whatnot, would I be happy for us to extend his contract? You know, and he probably asked for more money, even though he, yeah, he wouldn't well. deserve it. Um, I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much against giving these like guys that are 30 or 30 plus or you know thereabouts like longer long contracts so mm. I, I prefer to to let him go and either give his minutes to a Martinelli or go out and get somebody else yeah I think definitely and obviously there's a striker who has been linked with us uh, linked with us is um, we've mentioned it before is Edouard from Celtic um mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of talk about people from, you know, players from the Scottish League being such a lower league and everything else like that. But I think I think a lot of people out there forget who has actually come into the Premier League from Celtic. You know, we've got one of our own in Kevin Tierney. You've had Henrik Larsson, who played at Manchester United. We've had we've got Virgil van Dijk. You know, he came from Celtic. So it's like, you, I think you forget some of the class players that do come from the Scottish Premier League. Uh, over the years, there's probably been a lot more. Um, they're the only ones I can really remember. But I know Henrik Larsson is an absolute god in Glasgow, Glasgow, the Celtic side of Glasgow. Mm. 
uh, and he was he was immense for Man United. Yeah, look, um, there's there is more. There is more. I I I, I you know. I don't want to say because I'm going to look stupid, but there's a few players I've got sort of going in my head where I'm like, yeah, you actually at one point you did play in the Scottish League. Um, look. I've never played in the Scottish League, by the way. I just want to point that out as well. Yeah. So, look, some players you can just give the eye test to. You know, you can just look at them and be like, look, they're just, they just move a bit quicker, they're a bit sharper. They, um, you know, just a bit more intelligent than the other players in that league. You know, they stand out. Same way you have to, you can go to this French league and you can go to even go South America. You know, you go to Brazilian league. It's, it's still not, none of them on the level of the Premier League, but, you know, you can still find gems there. Mm. So I'm not, I've got no problems um, buying players from, from Celtic. I did not have had the best season this year. So it'd probably be a good time to, you know, get him because they're not that forced that they were. And you might be thinking, shit, like, you know, we're like 18 points behind Rangers. Um, yeah. If Arsenal come, if Arsenal come knocking, that's it's, that's definitely like a step up for me. Um, so yeah, I would. I, I think he's a good player. He's sort of he's, he's good. He's strong. Um, he's not. Yeah, he's not going to come and score. You know, 25 league goals. But probably not his first still, season. No, but you never know. In a couple of seasons, yeah. You never. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, if we're talking about some of the more promising strikers that are not currently at you know at the top top sides, he's one of them. He's 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 gettable. So I, I'll be I'll be with that. You know, he came. Yeah, you gotta remember as well. He came from PSG youth system, I think. Mm. Uh, so yeah, he definitely came from the PSG youth system. So he's got that in his back pocket as well. And I'm sure PSG, with the amount of money being pumped into their squad, or their their actual. Facilities, you know, I'm sure their uh, uh, what is it, training camps and youth system is actually quite a good youth system. I'm, I'm mm. not intelligent, I'm not clued up on that, but I'll assume so with the amount of money that they've got behind them. Yeah, uh, this French, this the country of France and and development of young players is is outstanding. A lot of countries have sort of copied their their format in terms of, you know, finding young players, training up young players and whatnot. When you sort of start going through the list of players that have come through their academies and stuff there, it's, it's nuts, you know. Yeah, plenty and, of them. Yeah, come on. I mean, look, you know, you look at their World Cup squads, you know, mm. and won the World Cup and, you know, and you, and you see that like, they all sort of came through the academy, you know. It was, um, yeah, they're, that they're, they set the example of how to do things. And I think... If we probably sat, had time to sit down and look at England and whatnot and what they've been doing of late, I'm pretty sure they would have copied a lot from what what goes on in in France and in Paris, um, mm. because we, we're producing some shit hot players right about now. Yeah, well. it's, it seems to be a really good time for uh, youth England English youth system, you know, especially with the players that are coming in and coming, you know, that we're noticing lately. So yeah, it's definitely up there. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 yeah, the England team. Like, look, I know we're Arsenal look, and stuff. England, England team right now is garbage. I think maybe in right a couple now, of years right time. Now, right now it's garbage. Couple of years, it's going to be. I think it's going to be shit hot. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. Just because whether they win anything is. A... <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. They're not going to win nothing. <laughs> but you know, but on paper they're going to you're going to be like ooh you know yeah. like look at all you know all these players that just, just that light up the the premier league week in week out all playing together um 
is that it's on paper it's going to look good, but Gareth Southgate, whatever, we ain't winning nothing. <laughs> he never won anything anyway, did he? <laughs> Not that I remember. No, I don't either. <laughs> I ain't got a clue. <laughs> That's one thing there. Um, but we have got competition for Edward, apparently. Uh, it came out today, I believe, that um, what's his name at um, Leicester? Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers, that's it. God, I'm terrible at names. Um, yeah, Brendan Rogers. Apparently, uh, there's been a he's after him as well, and you know, apparently, there's it's rumours to talk say that it's about 15 million that is is a reckon's going to get him. But that's just all paper talk. So it it, it, it could be true that the rumours are out there. He's after him. You know, after all, he did sign him when he was at Celtic. Mm. So you, you know, it, it's a possibility. Definitely a possibility. Yeah, I mean, look, if he goes there and Vardy's still there, he knows he's not number one. Yeah, but how long's Vardy got left? You know, he's, he's getting on a bit now. He's, he's, what is he, pushing 31, 32 maybe? Yeah, yeah, but still, you know... Is, 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 not, not going to replace him. Yeah, Ed, look, Leicester's not a club where you go and sit down and wait, you know, yeah. because there's so much prestige at the... You know, it's just a prestigious club that you're willing to just sit on the bench and sort of wait your turn. You know, so if we're talking about competition and it's like, okay, Leicester are in for you, um, Arsenal are in for you. Um, you would say, well, look, if I play for Arsenal, there's still going to be a lot of eyes on me. It's still a, it's a, still a big club. Um, and, they're tell- and they're promising me this amount of minutes. It's, you know, and, and it's a London club because nobody wants to live in Leicester. You know, it's, it's just not... It's I've not, been no, there a couple of times, mate. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> people, people around the world don't be like, oh, you know, I'd love to live in Leicester. No one says that, you know. No one says that. <laughs> no one says that. So we've got that as well. So, um, yeah. I would fancy, I'd, nice. I'd, yeah, it's London. Come on, you know. So I would fancy our chances of getting him if we were serious about getting him. Yeah. Sorry, I've just seen this comment again. Be on the ball. Thank you so much for just posting you and DWTT in the comments. You're making you're making the comment section look really good for us. I'm telling you, it's great. <laughs> and she she just put a comment on there. And an England team with more spuds than Arsenal players will never succeed. Do you know what? I completely agree with you. Yeah. No, but when you haven't got winning mentality players who win trophies year in year out. You can't expect them to win a national trophy. Exactly. Exactly. At all. No, that that was Someone never going to be said the case. There, was a, there was a pundit who said that as well. I can't remember who it was, but um, oh God, I'll have to think. I'll, I'll get back to you if I, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll get back onto the transfer news just quickly. Um, obviously, we have been heavily linked with Lamptey and Kanate from Le- Leipzig. Leipzig, uh, he's been linked as well recently, and outgoings again. Torreira looks like he's set to be leaving. I think he's. Florentino, I think they're 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 ready to make a bid, or what's rumoured to make a bid, and Guendouzi is pretty much on his way out, as well as obviously we talked about Bellerin and, and Lacazette. So, mm-hmm. uh, have you got any issues with any of them? Um, obviously, Lamptey and Canate. I think Canate is a centre back, but he can also play right back or more right back who can play centre back. And Lamptey again is another right back. So, do do we need two? And we wouldn't get two. No. You wouldn't get to. So if we're linked, keeping our options we're open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I haven't seen too much of Kanate. I'm not going to lie, um, but I've heard his name banded around quite a bit. Um, I know Leipzig. They've got a, they've got a good team and they've got like good young players there. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's um, only a 21 year old player. So 
it's got the age profile. Yeah, so, so Lamptey, I think he's only a young player as well. Yeah, Lamptey's young. Yeah, Lamptey's a, a youngster as well. So I think, and I think that's not bad. That's not you know, if we've got somebody like Cedric there, you know, is experienced and whatnot, then balance it out with some youth, you know, who um, coming up. So I'm I'm not against um, young players. Um, injuries, yes, I know Lamptey has has had some problems with injuries of late. Um, you know. You can't really ask us because we're not physios, we're not, you know, doctors. We don't know if there's something that's going to be sort of ongoing in his career. But um, I like him as a player. I would definitely take him. Yeah. Uh, Corey was just answering a comment from DWTT. Lamptey is injured, injured again. Is that a concern? It's Arsenal, mate. Injuries are always a concern. <laughs> <laughs> We've been through many, many of injury. Um, yeah, it's yeah. like it's, yeah, we just yeah, we don't know. You know, even when you when you are young, sometimes young players do get injured. They're growing, you know, their bones are stretching and whatnot, so their muscles are still tightening. So sometimes they go through that and then they're fine for for a long time throughout their career. Look like you know, Gail Clichy, like he was just constantly injured all the time. Um, but then he went for a point where he just like no injuries whatsoever. So yeah, not for a while, was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think that's pretty much it for tonight's show. Uh, I don't know what else to talk about, to be fair, and I couldn't remember the pundit. Um, <laughs> it's that's gone from me. But I know, I know there was a pundit who mentioned it. I, I actually laughed at. It's probably chances are it's probably Roy Keane. He's always making stuff like that up, to be fair. And he had I a really good argument with um, Jamie Redknapp on uh, the uh, Tottenham last Tottenham game. I think it was. I can't remember who it was. Um, I can't remember what game it was, but yeah, he's, uh, he had a really good, a really, really good argument. I thought it was brilliant uh, with Jamie Redknapp. So it's on YouTube. Go watch it, please. It's funny. Yeah, I will. I, I love Rookie. I like, you know, I don't always agree with him, but I love people that speak their mind. Mm -hmm. um, and he's definitely that. He's good television. It's good entertainment. Love it's always that. good watching. Like, like me. Yeah? <laughs> it's always good watching an argument. Of course, you know, you know, isn't it? Like when you sit here and you watch me and. Um, Oh, Ryan. Ryan, yeah, 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 go ahead. It's like, why did the guy invite you on? Yeah, <laughs> it's the only reason. <laughs> Watch you two go at it, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll we will end it there. Uh, we've, we've probably been an hour, I think, to be fair. I think we've probably ran out of stuff to talk about now, to be honest with you. It's one of them, it's one of them weeks, anyway. It's like nothing really major's gone on, so it's mm. you know, there's only really transfer yeah. rumors, and all you can do is speculate. An hour is cool. That's like, it's, it's supposed to be an hour. When we go an hour and a half, that's always you know an accident. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And obviously, oh. I don't I don't want to end it when things are just going on so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. So yeah. there's no point in ending it. And it's good entertainment for people who who do actually watch us. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, and on that, thank you very much, everyone who has watched us tonight. Please, if you don't mind, give the show a like and a uh, by all means subscribe if you really are enjoying us uh, on YouTube. And we will we'll see you next Friday for the Tottenham game. <laughs> this is uh, this is going to be a nice one, mate. Uh, I, I think I'm going to try and get a, a nice little, a couple of us, a couple more of us. So it won't be just me and Corey. I'll have another couple of people. I'll remember for this week. If not, it'll just be me and you, mate. Oh, shit. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just the two of us. That's we it. can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. We should just end a show just like that. You know, just mm -hmm. have you singing at the end. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> Smooth Corey does it again.
<laughs> yep, so we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me, Corey, as always, mate. No worries, man. And thank you again, everyone in the chat and uh, everyone who watches and catch us up on. Well, you'll see the you'll see the uh, outtake, uh, the outtake, the outro, <laughs> the intro. Uh, catch us on YouTube and everything else and Twitter. How to contact us? Uh, how to see us? If you want, do want to contact us or anything else, the Twitter handles are underneath us here. And hang on, I've, I've got to get this right there and there. It's always weird when you do it, try and do it backwards because <laughs> That's that. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what she said. On that note. <laughs> <laughs>